Hey everyone, it's El Romano, and on this episode of One Man, One Mic, No Filter, I'm going to be doing something a little different today. Uh, so, as everyone who knows, uh, I've basically, all my episodes that I've done up to this point have been about me and stories about my, my ch- different points of my childhood in which I basically like kind of go off in one point uh, or another within the story. So, so, basically stuff that doesn't have anything to do with no one else but me. Instead, I'm actually going to be, and I've never really talked about like internet or mainstream media stuff on this podcast before, but I figured this is something I wanted to talk about. So, and why not? This is like a special episode for you guys today. So I'm going to, what, what I'm going to be talking about is the whole Ben Askren, Jake Paul situation. So, and like everything that's happened in the two weeks that have, that has happened uh, since the boxing match, the boxing match itself, the lead up to it, whatever. So, as I'm sure everyone who who watched the fight saw the pay per view, whatever, Jake Paul defeated Ben Askren in the first round of a, of the boxing match that I believe would have gone eight rounds if it came to a if if it came to a unanimous decision, a unanimous whatever the heck you pronounce the word as. And the first thing I have to say about that is thank God I did not waste. 50 bucks of my hard-earned money to buy this pay-per-view because I thought it was going to be a and I'm disappointed because with the end result because uh it's not it's not because Jake Paul won but because I expected something better I expected like a I expected a a war of thrown fists between these two and speaking of the pay-per-view there was actually an undercard to this whole thing and I did not even know about this like even if I had known that there was one, who the hell would have cared? But like, let me like let me legitimately ask who would have cared because when I started watching a live stream, because that's how I saw, it, I didn't pay it for the whole thing. I actually saw the fight on the live stream. When I first um logged on, when I first logged on to a live stream, I was first ju- uh, I was logging on right when the semi main event was happening, and I had never seen uh, and. And to both of the guys who were in the fight, I had never seen a single one of them. I know that yeah, I had not seen either of them a single time in my life, whether in person or on the internet. I'm like, who the heck are these guys? And then I found out there's like, an, like I said earlier, I found out there was an under uh, that there was a semi main event. But then that's when my brother told me that there was an entire undercard. I was like, whoa, who that who that cares about this? It, because as far as I was concerned, as as, as far as my knowledge went. I didn't know that there was any advertisement. I don't think there was any advertisement, not at least not that I knew of. So I was like, "Why does this have to be here? Like, who are these guys?" I came to see Jake Paul and Ben Askren, either see, either to see Jake Paul get his clock clean, and many people will rejoice from that, or I, I, because that was either, that was what was going to happen. Either Jake Paul gets his clock cleaned. Or he ends what's left of Ben Askren's career, right? So, uh, and speaking of uh, stuff I didn't know that was advertised or that was on that was going to be on the uh, pay per view, why on earth were there so many um, musical performances, especially the uh, especially with the main one being Justin Bieber? Like, why? Can someone please explain to me why the heck that needed to happen? Because when I found out he was like the main performer. It's not that I really like. I I don't really care too much about Justin Bieber either. I mean, his music is, I don't know. Uh, he he plays he uh, composes a genre of music I just don't like. So, and I reacted thinking that okay, 
Justin Bieber's on here. Nobody, I don't want to see this guy. Who, who the heck cares about the track list that he has or whatever song he's performing? I just want to see the fight. Please get away from this pay-per-view and off my screen. I just want to see someone get knocked out. And I also saw that Snoop Dogg was doing commentary on this thing. Uh, I don't know if there was any other celebrities commentating on this. But but there's some, a legitimate reason for him to be there because I found out that he, I don't know if this was legitimate or not, but he said that he bet $2 million on him, uh, Jake Paul against Ben Askren. And, you know, uh, wait, no. Ben, he, so, he bet $2 million on Jake Paul against Dana White, who was like in support of Ben Askren and said that, I believe he's also said that he would bet a million dollars on uh, Askren against Snoop Dogg. So there was that. I, if there's any um, false information in that, please let me know. Uh, but but regardless, there's like a legitimate reason for him to be there, right? However, there is literally no reason for the D'Amelio sisters to be a part of this because I saw that they were presenting belts to the winners of each of these fights. I'm not saying I have a problem with it, but but it's just the truth is there is absolutely no reason for them to be there. Like there's there's literally not. Uh, because, uh, and that's like the, that's enough of the setting and fight itself. So, uh, let's go on to the aftermath of both, of both parties. So first off, I'm going to talk about Jake Paul following this fight. So in the past two weeks since this fight, a lot of stuff has happened, uh, from a lot, a lot of stuff has happened to this white boy from, oh, sorry, white boy from Ohio. So he was the so let me go off on a small list of what he's done. So he was the main topic on on a podcast uh, on a podcast episode of Logan Paul's Impulsive Podcast. He showed up at UFC 261 where he had f bomb chants directed at him by the audience, only to be confronted by former UFC heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier, which was followed by Daniel Cormier actually stating that he would fight Jake Paul, but only if. Jake Paul comes into the octagon and into UFC. He doesn't want to go into the boxing ring, which is understandable. Uh, and, and it's also something I wouldn't mind seeing. And uh, most notably, he continued to call... Uh, let me see. What did he do? He continued to call out more UFC guys and mock Dana White again about KOing Askren when Dana White uh, said multiple times that Askren... This is uh, that he was confident in Askren KOing Jake Paul. So in simple terms, it was Jake Paul continuing to be Jake Paul. And credit to Jake, uh, he's really good at doing that. He's like, like, and I'm dead serious. Like he's like the perfect example of someone who wants to get people to hate hate him in a way at he wants to have people hate him as a way to help draw money to himself. And that and that's very, if you think about it, that is incredible business thinking because money is a great necessity is a huge necessity uh, for all of, uh, for, you know, for the human population. And he's able to capitalize, capitalize on it. And we're, and a lot of people who hate Jake Paul because they hate him so much, they're able to fall for it each time. So, and, and that's pretty much it. Cause all he ever needs to do is to get something going uh, by like, by starting drama and stroking his ego, creating controversy while stroking his ego and starting the drama and eventually, it leads to massive payday after massive payday, which is, like I said, absolute brilliant business thinking. But I will say this. Even though he KO'd a retired professional fighter, 
Uh, I find what I'm about to say so incredibly stupid and ridiculous to the point where it's actually hilarious. It, and it is that belt that he won. Because I, I didn't even know that there were belts being presented to the winners of these fights. I thought it was just, uh, I thought it was just about um, a pride and the eagerness to win this thing. So if you watch the beginning of the um, of the Impulsive podcast episode that he was on, like shortly after the fight, uh, you see the belt that he won. Uh, that he won. He's and he's treating it like a legitimate, like like say if he actually went to the UFC and fought there and won the championship, he's actually like holding it on display as if he won a like a legitimate um fighting championship. And, and here's the problem with that: like to carry around a belt which. A looks so incredibly cheap and ugly to the point where I wonder who from Triller Fight Club because I think that's who put this on or it was Jake Paul himself who collaborated who collaborated with Triller Fight Club whatever. I wonder who thought that it was a good idea to have that design for the title belt that Jake Paul is carrying around as if he as if he is a a legitimate champion. I'm not saying ever. I just find it stupid that it's hilarious. And so so that's problem uh, number one. Problem number two, this is the biggest one of all. Like, there is absolutely no way he's ever going to defend that thing. I abs- He's literally just going to show it off and say that he won, th- that he won it. And I, I swear, like, we're, we're in the beginning of May now, which means that's eight more months left of the year 2021. I bet that within, that before the year is over, he is not going to defend that thing one time. Uh, I mean, and honestly, I, I wouldn't want to defend that thing. Like, for example, say if I was Ben Askren and I won that fight and the D'Amelio sisters presented me that belt, I would I would ask for some lighter fluid, right? I'd pour, I'd, I'd pour it uh, all in the ring, uh, start a light, light up a match, start a fire within the ring and throw that belt in it, like right in the middle of the ring. Because who would want that? I, I seriously don't even believe that no that no more than thirty bucks. But no, sorry, no, no, not no more. That not even thirty bucks went into making that thing because because I swear it's probably the cheap, the actual cheapest belt I think I've ever I've ever seen. If you want to know what a, like a real championship belt looks like, look up the word. Look up um, the internet subject. The internet topic of. IWGP IC title. If if you want to see what a real championship belt looks like, uh, from like the strap design to you know like to like the center plate in the like like the big plate in the center, that's what a real championship looks like. That's what uh, people should be fighting for because it looks prestigious. So in order, so for him to carry around something that looks incredibly cheap and to not even defend it, that completely takes all the value and legitimacy out of the thing. Although even if he did defend it and someone did win it, I'm sure that they would also try, want to throw it in the fire as well. So there is that. So anyway, uh, Jake Paul, if you if you actually are listening to this, if, or if you ever find this out and listen to this, take my word uh, and throw that piece of trash in the garbage while you still can, okay? So anyway, now, finally on to Ben Askren. Uh, Unlike Jake Paul, not really much to say about this guy after he basically got what was left of his career completely killed and flushed down the drain by Jake Paul. So he, and like, I don't really need to take shots at it, but like, 
the truth is, he's, to a lot of people that don't really, to, to people, like, to like the basic physical combat or to the basic UFC fan, he is only going to be known for this and that, five, and his five second uh, UFC defeat against George, whatever the heck his name is, I don't care. Uh, so, uh, since the fight, all the, the only really, uh, I looked uh, all over the place. I looked on his Instagram, uh, and I looked all throughout many different media sources. I looked on YouTube as well. Uh, all I could find was basically he went on the Ariel Helwani podcast. I don't know if I'm saying that right and I don't care if I am to share his thoughts about the fight, but, but that was basically it. However, in the, uh, in the podcast, he basically said that he didn't care what really happened in the end uh, uh, because he basically got a huge payday out of it for himself. And to be honest, I probably would have the exact same mindset. And if I was involved in it, I would tell the interviews, uh, interviewers at a press conference because I'm sure that's what people have. Like, like all hyped up matches, regardless of what sport it is, have before, uh, before like a big fight. So, and, and if I was at a press conference hyping up a big fight, I would literally tell the interviewers or anyone who's like at the conference or like watching if it's televised or whatever, I would literally say that I would only, that all I plan, that or what my plan is out loud and that my plan is to literally just have my opponent uh, get in a bunch of free shots on me, hit me in the face, knock me out as quickly as possible. And then I can just straight up go home and get my payday. Because that's all I, I would really care about is the money. Uh, I hate to sound like a Floyd Mayweather type of guy, but sorry, I just I'm one greedy sob. So what are you gonna do about it? Uh, and I heard a bunch of people say that it was rigged against Askren, and I would not really agree with them on that part because if you watch it back, uh, I like the one minute forty second mark, I believe. Uh, Jake Paul like knocks Ben Askren to the ground. Ben Askren gets up like five seconds later, but the referee decides to call it off. But but you, uh, and Ben Askren has said on the podcast that he's actually um said that he could have kept going. But if you if you really look back, you could see that um uh, even before he was knocked down, his form was off, and after he got back up from being knocked down, he was definitely dazed because. If the referee kept it going, I I swear there is absolutely no way Ben Askin would have lasted thirty more, like no more than thirty seconds with Jake Paul because you could tell Jake Paul was not even phased by it. And uh, uh, let's see what else was, what else is there to go over. But again, he he really doesn't care, and like I said, I wouldn't blame him because uh, like I said. He already got uh, he got a great payday out of it. He's got a great family at home. He's made it very clear beforehand that he had no plans to make a comeback following this. Though, and like I said, though it is unfortunate that he's most likely going to be known for this and his five second defeat in the UFC. But again, it's not really m- none of my concern or business, is it? No, it's not. And that's pretty much all I have for this uh, special edition of this. Sorry for this special episode of one man one mic no filter just regarding my personal opinions on everything regarding this boxing match and the aftermath um following it so hope y'all enjoyed this episode i'm el romano and i'll see you next time